<laughs> all right everybody how are y'all if, if you're hearing us laugh right now it's because um take two take two <laughs> which is a good thing because if you've ever had to record yourself or do anything you know you you mess awkward. up awkward awkward and you mess up and <laughs> and i still get awkward sometimes even letting my wife hear me talk across i don't here. even listen to myself talk after i record i refuse to you ever sung into a microphone before and i did then, it yesterday no what song <laughs> It was what song was it that in the garden I was singing it to Autumn. Merle Haggard. Yeah, I was singing it to Autumn, and I actually videoed it on Snapchat, and I listened to it, and I was. It wasn't really that bad. Whoa, you took it a step further and videoed it. But I deleted it because it's not good enough for anybody to hear. <laughs> <laughs> the house, uh, how honest. Autumn are... actually liked it. She didn't cry or anything. She actually laid her head on my chest. I was like, I'm not that bad. She's our biggest fan. <laughs> I love it. They, your children <laughs> your children are your biggest fans. They love you no matter what. So, but hold on. Did, did you think about sending it though? If it was good enough, I was going to put it on my story. I'm not oh, going to lie. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not lying. I for real was going to, but then I was like, I'm going to look like such an idiot. Someone messages me back and says, man, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually proud of you, though, that you were able to watch it because Carlin can attest to this, that I don't listen or watch anything mm-hmm. I do. No, you hate it. Our church, actually, Carlin has been playing the messages that I've done at our church, which are obviously pre-recorded and then shown on Wednesday, and she will play them in front of me, and I immediately... You cringe. I freak out, man. I hate it. (laughs) I hate to hear myself. But what's so crazy is like, I talk to people, and they listen to themselves to critique themselves. And I think that would be... That's a great idea. But I can't do that with myself. Because I hate to hear myself. I can't stand to hear myself That's talk. the first time I've ever heard of that. Marty that does That people it. do it to critique themselves. Well, Mar- I do it and I get upset because, like, with how I talk, people already say that I have a squeaky voice, but then I record myself and I go back and I listen to myself and it's like, I really do have a squeaky, loud voice. <laughs> oh, God. Just don't say that. It, it's bad. I'm serious. I sound like an elementary kid <laughs> i'm serious it's embarrassing I don't, think, I don't think it. i think you're country with a k but i don't think you have a squeaky voice well <laughs> maybe i should start critiquing my voice then no i'm playing <laughs> well guys if y'all are if y'all been following us and whatnot we have finally come up with a name and yes we google searched and when we typed it in it did not say this name is taken yeah High five to that. So this name is not taken, but it is now. It is now. That's right. It's <laughs> taken now. So if I could, I'm gonna give my wife a drum roll here, and yeah, <laughs> my wife just had to ask me if if the name was what it is, and I said. Yes. It's almost 12. Give me a break. Okay. Drum roll. Oh, yeah. By the way, our daughter's asleep. So if you hear a faint white noise sound, 
we have our baby monitor in here while while our daughter Autumn is asleep. So <laughs> drum roll. The refining. <laughs> the refining. <laughs> our name is the refining. We really like this name. We toss it around. Really didn't take long. I think once we got to here, and unfortunately, I think I made the decision and pretty much ran with it because then I came back to you and it's like, like I can't. you do with everything. That's <laughs> it. I can't wait for us to tell everybody that our name is the refining. And Carl's like, that's what we decided on. I was like, that's what I decided on. You did you know, that with I'm our cult. You did that with our cultivate class. What name did I choose for the cultivate? Okay, you, Carlin. You let's thought. be real. <laughs> let's be real. Because the name you had. Was like a two. Some, it was something catalyst. It was. It was like you were like that's so scientific. Yeah, you like looked up the okay for shout out to Ben Edistad if he's listening to this. Another dear friend of ours in the faith he's who awesome. used to do ministry with us uh, when we first started in cultivate. Um, he was talking about the term catalyst, and so we really liked that term. But then Carlin went way overboard and took another turn I took it and ran with it and this it it sounded like you were going to a science like another (laughs) strain of a science class or or whatever you extension of a science class is what it sounded like not church don't try that oh I'm sorry (laughs) it it just it felt like like I said you were going to a science class it was not drawing in it's like hey you want to come to something catalyst what (laughs) When it's easier to just say, hey, you should come to Cultivate. Let's not forget that Tyler's a little, likes to exaggerate things a little bit. Okay. So. Well. But Cultivate is what we came up with, and it's actually a great name for our class, and we wouldn't want to have it any other way. So, kudos to Tyler for. And what you're telling me, though, in that is that I'm two for two now on names. This is true. Okay. Well. With that being said, you all have proof of it. Now, why don't we tell them what the definition is then to to refine? Okay, the definition is to remove impurities or unwanted elements from a substance. How about we stop there and then we'll come back to that other one? Because I think it'll fall into place pretty good. That's fine. Okay, so in reminder, um, that, that don't have to be said. I really like that. I like that part, remove impurities or unwanted elements from a substance typically a part of an industrial process. I like this because actually the Bible in Malachi chapter 3 refers to Jesus as a refining fire. I'm going to get Carlin to read that one. Do you want me to do 2, 3, 4 or just? Uh, Do 2. Do 2 right there. This is Malachi 3 verse 2. This is God's Word translation. But who will be able to endure the day he comes? Who will be able to survive on the day he appears? He is like a purifying fire and like a cleansing soap. He will act like a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify Levi's sons and refine them like gold and silver. Then they they will be acceptable offerings to the Lord. The offerings from Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasing to the Lord as in the past as in the year, as in years long ago, and I, that was verses three and four added. Just so you know. And then it's Proverbs seventeen three here that I'm going to read, and it says, "The refining pot is for silver, and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests hearts." 
we, we like this name because this, if I could put it in something really short and sweet without going being long-winded, it would be that the Christian walk is a refining process. Yeah. You are being made into the image of Christ. Yeah. And I like that you said process because some people like me who are very impatient want things done in a night's time like this is a pro like pretty much your entire life this is a process well and you know read the second definition of it that was the part why i wanted to hold off on it because i figured we would actually get to this is the second definition of refine it says improve something by making small changes in particular make more subtle and accurate there you go and you know this is not to say that you should you know, forget the big stuff, obviously, in your life. But as a Christian, I think we tend to overlook the small changes yeah. that we make on a daily basis, just little by little, that actually make up a big thing. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about this being refined and stuff, if, you, if you've ever watched people, the way they refine gold and the way they refine silver, do these things, a process of refining, it's not something that's done really fast. No, it's something that takes time. And patience. Yeah. And, and so the Lord is really patient with us. You read all throughout the Bible. In fact, in Romans, he talks about how patient he was with Israel. In chapter 9, I believe it is, he talks about how he was actually really patient with them. And that his patience is meant to draw men to repentance. Well, also, if you know God's character, too. He's a very gentle person. He's not someone who wants to rush things. Right. He's someone who wants to take it takes his time with you to actually sit down, talk to you, listen to you. Someone who doesn't want to rush things with you. Unless he has to. Unless he has to, yes. But when it's something like this, like to be refined, something for things like wh- where your impurities are to, re- to be removed... And for you to be pure, I don't think that's something he wants to rush. Well, the thing is, I would I would even say with that is that to me it's like this. It's your child, you can probably, we can all look at our children and we want to teach them things, right? Right. Like I think of Autumn and I say, I want to teach you something for life. But I'm not going to give it all to you in one sitting because you can't take it all in. Exactly. You actually do more damage than good when you try to tell a person everything they need to fix in one sitting because they can only work on one thing at a time. And that's the way the Lord deals with us in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Is by refining us little by little, day by day. Yeah. But we have to be open and receptive to that as well. Mm-hmm. The Bible is also littered with tons of examples of people who don't listen to God because we know the word tells us that he chastens those whom he loves. Mm -hmm. And so when we are being chastened by God, when those things in our life is being shown, we need to realize that he shines a light on those areas for our betterment. Not to, like what we talked about today, Mm -hmm. not to someone embarrass you Right. Or to degrade you, but it's more of exposing the sin to get rid of it. That's right, to, to pull us closer to Him. Because yeah. like you talked about in Malachi, the point of refining a lot of times in the Bible when you hear them talk about refining, and we're going to read some scripture also here in a little bit in Peter about that, is that it's always pointing towards the end. So that mm-hmm. when you stand before God, you are acceptable. Yeah, I believe that's why Paul, when he says, <clears throat> I beseech you therefore, brethren, to 
to present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto yeah. God. And the only way we can be made holy and made acceptable before God is to allow Him to refine us. Mm-hmm. And the Bible also says, I'm just throwing this out there, that without that holiness, we won't see God. Yeah. So it's important that we let this refining take place. And like you said, when the light shines in that area, it's meant to make you, not to break you. Yeah. And so we just really like this name because, and that's what our heart is with the podcast, is that hopefully through this, we will actually pour out things that the Lord is doing in our lives and be or has done in our lives and give it to others and hope that, he does the same if people allow it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I say, the Bible's littered with pl- plenty of examples of people who have turned the other way, you know, and hardened yeah. their hearts towards towards reproof and instruction and whatnot. And just like what you said, because I want to elaborate more on it about the whole process and the whole of exposing sin, it's not more of a... Um, like what we talked about like a few hours ago, how when bad things happen to you. Oh, man, yeah. And you always want to question, God, why is this happening to me? It's not more of a, don't ask why, God, is this happening to me. Ask him, what are you trying to teach me in this process? What are you trying to get me to learn and to grasp from everything going on. Take it more of a learning experience, something that you can take away from it more of rather than God beating you over the head. That's right. And I, that that to me is the biggest thing we have to realize um, is that it's, it's not everything that comes down the pipe is not meant for our bad. As a matter of fact, when you read in the Bible, it says all things work together, this is Romans eight twenty eight, for the good of those who, first off, love God and are called according to, your, to His purposes. Yeah. And the thing that gets me is that so many times in America today, we're trained, and even in the church, that when bad things are happening, we say, oh, the devil's really wearing me out. Mm-hmm. And like me and you, before we started the podcast, I asked you the question, I wonder how much credit we give to the devil when it's really God trying to teach us something. Right. Like, how many times have we done that? And that's scary to think about that. Yeah. That you're literally giving the devil credit for something God's trying to do in your life. He's trying to show you. Right. And that's where... To remove something from your life that the devil's probably put in your life. And that, Exactly. To get you further away from the Lord. And then you look at it, and that's where James 1 comes in, where he says, count it all joy. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people say, why should I count it all joy? As a matter of fact, I think you've got it. So I do. It's uh, This is actually James 1. I'm just going to do 2 through 4. This is still God's Word translation. My brothers and sisters, be very happy when you are tested in different ways. You know that such testing of your faith produces endurance. Endure until your testing is over. Then you will mature and be complete. And you won't need anything. Yep. You know, I I like the way, I think the NASB, the end of it says, uh, complete and lacking nothing. Yeah. Again, that points to us when we stand before God, we will be purified by fire. Mm -hmm. Not to say that we'll be perfect, but we'll be who he wanted us to be. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and and will be acceptable before Him. Yeah. Holy and right, holy before Him. Obviously, we're made righteous by His blood, but you know that just to me goes to show that why we should count it all joy because, like you said, maybe, and I would be willing to say more times than we think, more times than not, mm -hmm. God is actually trying to do something in us. Yeah. To train us, to teach us, to make Him us more like Him. And I just want to throw one more scripture out there because we're all about coming from the Word because we want people to know that we're not just giving opinions, we're giving the Word. Uh, Hebrews 12, 1 says, Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance. I like the way other versions, they say weight. And sin, which so easily entangles us and let us run with endurance the race set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising its shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So right there, we find that there are weights and there are encumbrances that, that come and, and easily entangle us. Yeah. And we got to get rid of them. And the only way to do that is where it says in verse 2, by fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Yeah, that we, one's good. I like that. we got to let him refine us. Because we can't do it our own. Mm -mm. If one, we don't. A lot of times, don't even think we're doing anything wrong. A lot of times, we don't even see our sin until God exposes it. Like David when he sinned with Bathsheba, and it took Nathan the prophet coming and telling him that story. I mean, yeah. And then when he tells him a story and says, "Suppose what should we do with this man?" And David says, "Oh, we ought to get rid of this man. Get rid, of, kill that guy." <laughs> and then David, and Nathan goes, "You're the man." Which, by, which by the way, I saw something the other day on Facebook. It was a meme, and it said, "Uh." Encourage somebody today the way Nathan the prophet encouraged David, and it had him saying, "You're the man." But obviously, if you know the context of that story, it was more of a calling out his sin than. But it made me LOL. But again, um, so guys, we just want to encourage you in the middle of us doing this podcast, and we got some more scripture. Is is let God refine you through His Word. Yeah. And when you go through things, quit asking why is, or quit at, or like giving the devil credit. Yeah. Quit saying everything is the devil beating you up. Uh, Charles Spurgeon had a really good quote that I really love, and it says, "When grief presses you to the floor, worship there." Mm. You know, find worship God no matter what, because at the end, we talked about an earlier podcast. One of our very first ones was that nothing can happen without him first seeing it. Yeah. And if he allowed it to happen, then Romans 8.28 comes into effect. It will work out for your good. No matter how much hell is breaking loose, if he allowed it to happen and you're trusting him, it's going to work out for your good mm -hmm. if you're doing it. If you're in the faith, if you believe in Jesus Christ and you are pursuing a relationship with him, it's going to work out. Yeah. Point blank. But... We got a verse in 1 Peter 1, 7, and good. I'm going to let you read that one. Okay. It's, um, the purpose of these troubles is to test your faith as fire tests how genuine gold is. Your faith is more precious than gold, and by passing the test, it gives praise, glory, and honor to God. This will happen when Jesus Christ appears again. Again, there it is at the end of that, still pointing towards the end. 
And I like that though because it 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 says the very first sentence. The purpose of these troubles is to test your faith, as fire tests how genuine gold is. So it's it's more of a test to see how your faith is. That's right. Like That's how right. genuine it is. And also when we talked about it, like refining, usually when like gold is being refined, it ends up coming out stronger than it was when it started. That's right. So I just, that's what I like about this verse because it shows you that you're not, you're being tested, but you're being tested for your faith to be more genuine. That's right. And to come out stronger on the end. That's right. Well, and then too, you know, when mold, when gold and things are melted and they're being refined like that, they're actually being made into a certain image. Right. You know, like the ring on my finger right now is was not like this to begin with. It had to be made this way. Exactly. So we're being create we're being made into the people of God we're supposed to be. And like you said, it's a testing to see if our faith is genuine. Yeah. It reminds me of Abraham when he had when God asked him in one one chapter he says, Hey, you're gonna have a son. The next chapter he says, Sacrifice your son. <laughs> Everybody gets so lost in that and says, How barbaric of God to ask Abraham to sacrifice his son. And I'm just gonna throw this out there. Every time someone says, Why would God ever ask him to do that? God was asking Abraham to do something he was gonna do. Yeah. He gave his son. And really and truly he was doing that for two reasons. One, to point to what he was gonna do, but two, to test the genuineness of, of Abraham's mm-hmm. faith. Because in Hebrews it actually says that Abraham considered that God would even raise his son from the dead because he knew that God was somehow going to provide a way. Yeah. So again, he was it was testing Abraham's faith, and Abraham passed the test. Because well, he knew, like what you just said, he knew the character. He knew who God was. You know what he knew? Romans 8, 28, that all things work out for the good of mm-hmm. those who love God and are called according to his power. He knew. Yeah. That God will do whatever he he can do. He's going to make this work because he knew what God had already told him and the promise he had. Yeah. So it tests the faith. And then if we keep on, and, and Peter, do you have the second one? Um, yeah. There four. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First Peter 4, 12 through 14. Dear friends, don't be surprised by the fiery troubles that are coming in order to test you. Don't feel as though something strange is happening to you. But be happy as you share Christ's sufferings. Then you will also be full of joy when he appears again in his glory. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory, the spirit of God is resting on you. Awesome, man. See, like right there, he says, do do not feel as though something strange is happening to Mm -hmm. you. So many times, there it is again, we think that when something bad happens to us, it's just out of the normal. It's strange. But I'm here to tell you this. I just really thought about this. If you think that a life with God is hard, try one without Him. You're still going to have troubles. Yeah. You're still going to have trials and tribulations. That's it's the world we live in. You know, sometimes one of the things I had to realize, too, which I do believe God sees it all and everything works out ultimately in the end for his will, for his purpose, and for his plan to succeed. Sometimes we just got to realize, like, some things are just life. 
you know, I'm not going to get mad at God and ask him why I'm having a bad day because after all the bad stuff, I stubbed my toe, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that just that just happened yeah. to happen, you right. know? It, in the grand scheme, with everything else going on. But, you know, this reminds me, though, also in Romans, when Paul talks about the righteous man shall live by faith. Mm-hmm. And the only way we know your faith is genuine is if it's tested. Yeah. And then he also goes on there that to say we go from faith to faith. Yeah. Which means our faith will come up to one test, and when it passes it, we can go to the next faith level of faith. But the only way to get to that second level of faith is to have enough faith for it. And the only way we can have enough faith for it is to pass the first level. But you know, like, that reminds me. Like, it reminds me of a video game. Because, like, you pass your first level. That second level, it's going to be a little bit harder. But when you come out of that first level, just like what we said, when you've been refined that first level, you you come out stronger. That's right. So you're strong enough to handle that level two. Mm-hmm. And then when you come out of that level two, you're going to be strong enough to handle level three. That's right. That's right. And see, and I was actually sitting over here with the video game reference in my head, but I was like, nah, I'm going to leave that out. I'm over here getting <laughs> long-winded on that. And then you brought it up, and I'm like, this is so of God. <laughs> But we got a few more minutes left on here. Um, do you want to read that last one? This last I'm one? A, yeah, I'm actually fixing to look for another scripture real fast. Yes, this is First Peter five ten, um, God's Word translation. It says, "God, who shows you His kindness and who has called you through Christ Jesus to His eternal glory, will restore you, strengthen you, make you strong, and support you as you suffer for a little while." For a little while, again, I love the way he says, who has called you through Christ Jesus to his eternal glory and will restore you, strengthen you, make you strong, and support you as you suffer for a little while. That little while being this life on earth. Right. I love the way they keep referring to the end. Mm -hmm. Because what they're saying is we're being refined for a purpose. But that someone should, this verse should somewhat give you comfort. Like, yes, like, when you read that, some people would say, man, I've got to suffer. And it's like, yes, you probably will in this life, but it should give you comfort knowing that Christ Jesus will be with you all day, every day, while you're on this earth to restore you and strengthen you and to make you strong and to support you while you go through suffering, knowing that you're not going to be alone, even though you may feel alone. Christ Jesus will always be there with you. That should bring somewhat of a sense of comfort. It should bring a huge one. Just reading that, it it brings comfort knowing that the trials I go through, He'll be with me. Which is why in James it says, consider it all joy when you go through these trials. That's right. And, you know, I'll even bring this up. It's crazy you said that because I was reading this today. Uh, in Matthew 5, verse 10, it says, Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets that were before you. Yeah. And, you know, when I read that, I realize, now I'm not saying be one of them people who go out and blatantly ask for persecution, you know. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not trying to be. Mean. I hate to be so brutally honest, 
but I have run into Christians before who do things and and bring persecution on them on purpose. You know, like I, I had I, I've told a story before. I had a guy who walked up to me and one time he was just really aggressive. But he was really aggressive like he wanted you to say something bad about him and his faith. And and you could sense that. For him to argue with you? Yeah, so he yeah. could feel persecuted. And, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not slandering him when I say that. I actually pray that he's not like that. Yeah. And I pray that none of us are. But what it is saying, though, is that when you are pursuing Jesus, you are doing everything you can to live for him you're going to face some people who don't who persecute you whether it be through slandering your name whether it be for giving you a hard time uh, you know just being really honest I remember one time whenever I worked on a farm they found out that I was uh, pretty serious about my faith and I remember one time they were passing around a phone and they all had pictures of these girls in bikinis on there and I was telling them no I don't want to look at it. and they were like Tyler it's not a big deal I mean you're just looking you're not touch-. and I got made fun of pretty hard for that that day yeah that's what it's meaning you know I didn't throw myself out there to like trying to get persecuted it just happened yeah because I was standing on my faith and that's what they're meaning by persecution I hope I just didn't just ramble there for a few minutes no you're good but so but I will say to reference that guy I what I was meaning by that is that everything you do should be to hopefully lead someone to Christ. Yeah. Not to be combative, you know? Yeah. But I wanted to end on that second definition where it said, by making small, subtle changes. You want to read it one more time? Yeah. Improve something by making small changes. In particular, make more subtle and accurate. I wanted to end with us focusing on that because I like that. The question to ask yourself is what small changes today can you make that will make a big difference in the long run? Or what small chance can you make right now in your walk with Christ that will push you forward? Today, I actually was reading and I found where it said to love your neighbor as yourself. And reading that, I just thought to myself, God would very much more appreciate people who take one scripture a day. And put it to use. Right. I was literally just about to say that, too. Mm-hmm. Then somebody who can read the whole Bible but not put one scripture to use right. in their life. And, and one encouragement, encouraging word there is that when you're making these small changes, don't give up when you fail. I mean, if you know me, you know I'm not at all an advocate for saying, well, no one's perfect. Because I believe that becomes a crutch for people and then it makes them not try anymore. Yeah. However, in the context of what we're saying, you're not perfect. Only Christ is. But when you mess up and you are trying to make these subtle changes, get up, like Hebrews said, and run the race with endurance. Yeah. Because First John says in one eight, if we say that we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us 
from all unrighteousness. So what I mean, what I the reason why I wanted to read that scripture is to say, when we fall, when we fail, and we mess up in this process of being refining, don't lay there and feel defeated. Yeah. But also don't lay there and say, well, I'm not perfect. And use that as an excuse to stay there. Get up. Confess your sin to the Lord. And keep running the race with endurance. So, sorry if I took what you were going to say earlier. (laughs) But I just... We're really excited about having this name on here. We're really pumped about it. About the just refined. excited about having a name. Right, right. Now I get to throw my plug in one more time. I do it every week. Next stop is to get us some music. So I would like to have a like a picture. You know how like when we, yeah, we need put to it do. on Facebook as a picture of me and you. It'd be awesome if we we got to have like a little. I don't know, like a symbol. I don't know, like I guess a picture. I guess. Something that goes with the refining. (laughs) Carlin ruined it. I was going to surprise her by making a picture tonight. (laughs) We all know how you draw, Tyler. I wasn't going to draw. There's apps for that. (laughs) Woman, get back. I was going to say, we don't need... We're like, did Autumn draw that? (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) You have no room to talk. That's like me critiquing you on singing because we both know we're terrible at it. We just talked at the very beginning about me singing. I'm just saying, but like... It was pretty good. You critiquing me on my drawing is like Mm -hmm. Stevie Wonder critiquing me on my drawing. (laughs) That's just terrible. But Oh, goodness. I'm just saying. It was a pretty good one I sang the other day. So good you deleted it. But... With that being said, guys, I hope you stay with us. Stay along with on the ride on this process of being refined, being made in the people that we're meant to be for God. Because we know that all things we do are for His glory. Amen? Amen. So with that being said, guys, we love y'all. We are glad to be back with you guys. And we will. you will be hearing from us again this saturday because absolutely I, I know things have been kind of spaced out with covid and work schedules and i'm very sorry for the inconsistencies but we are actually gonna take it a step further this week yeah and we're gonna record an episode during the week so that we'll have it ready to go and we were gonna post around like 10 or something but i'm not gonna lie we're sitting at a desk, and I have this drawer where I keep all of my recipes. Oh Lord! And I'm not—I'm—I'm I'm dead serious. It's like hundreds of recipes, and they were gone. And I literally thought someone came into my house and stole them because Tyler didn't know where they were. I didn't know where they were, but then Tyler somehow told me to look underneath the bed, and there they were. I feel like this podcast just turned into like a vent session on our marriage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that's why it took so long because I was freaking out over my recipes. Yeah, what what she's telling you is the recipes mattered more than spreading the gospel. They were some of them were for my grandma. All right, guys, (laughs) I love y'all. Y'all be careful and good night, good morning, good evening. Bye, guys.